Come on, come all, come gather round. Come hear tales both lost and found. Grab yourself a drink with a splash of lime. It's David and Michael's story time. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another exciting episode of Storytime. The one that dresses up like a sexy panda so the other pandas know how to get it on. Well, that's David Miller. And the one who's a sheep in wolf's clothing, well, that's Michael Santel. (laughs) I love the idea of a sheep, like, just full-on wearing, like... (laughs) A wolf suit? Like, I'm gonna let you know... That would be a great D&D character. Like yeah. a sheep knight who's like, yeah. oh, this is the wolf that murdered my herd. And sure. I, that I was able to become sure. sentient. That would be fun. Yeah. Speaking of or sentience. Like, or like three kids in a trench coat trying to pretend to be an adventurer. Could Do I have to play all three kids? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, it'd be so fucking tough. But the joint attacks would be so cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they disembark and they all stab at once. It'd have to be some sort of homebrew. Speaking of homebrew, <laughs> David, how are you doing this fine, blustery, rainy day? I'm doing all right. I'm home. I'm comfy, you know, so I don't have to go out into the rain today anymore besides getting here. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, um, and while, you, while you're comfy, though, you are not comfy with your tech setup, which might fail at oh, any man. moment. And uh, this could technically only yeah. be a five-minute a half, episode. A half episode. And whatever whatever we get, we're putting up, goddammit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, if my computer does crash, the audio somehow stays. Um but, uh, uh, yeah, so we've had some tech issues today. My microphone is disagreeing. One of my microphones is disagreeing with my rest of my system. So uh, here we go. Well, hopefully we don't crash this thing, but we're going fine. Moving on, I have I wanted to do another little check-in on, like, our mailbag. David, I already came up with a mailbag song. Did you? Here's the mail, it never fails, it makes me want to <laughs> wag can't. my tail. When I want to hear the mail, I go, mail! Oh, that's going to be such an asshole to like edit what the do sound you mean? on that. Just the sound is going to be really loud when I... I could, <laughs> I could do it again quieter, and then you could put a different whale noise I, at the end I could, just, I could just turn everything down uh, and Oh, it David, it would be way better. I'm going to do it again, and then at the end, just put a whale song there. Here's the mail, it never fails, it makes me want to wag my tail, when it comes I want to wail. (laughs) David, We'll we'll see how that goes. Thank you. David, where does our first letter come from? Well, okay, so we did, I just want to shout out to all the people who are, like, responding to uh, the questions on, like, Spotify and stuff. Like, that's really fun to see. They're private responses. They're not currently, like, none of them are publicly posted. So, like, if you're worried about people seeing your answer for whatever reason, they're not currently turned public. Um, we'll let you know if that ever changes, I suppose. But also, <laughs> thank you to the polls, people who are, are answering the polls that are up there. We've had polls for the last couple episodes. So it's just an to... election year, David. We gotta <laughs> see what the polls we're keeping, say. We're keeping our finger on the polls. Uh, so do they want the... Trump or Haley? What, what no, information no, no, no. do you have? So the first one was: Would you call the postman or mailman's vehicle a mail truck or a mail van? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it is currently fifty-eight percent to forty-one percent, or fifty-nine percent to forty-one percent, uh, in favor of mail truck. Okay, okay, great. That's good to so know. I'm glad. Yeah, 
Uh, and then, and then the uh, uh, kind of a more interesting poll on the last episode is just straight up: Who is your favorite animorph? <laughs> and oh my! Oh wait, wait, wait! We're talking the main kids. We're, so there are seven choices. The choices are Jake, Cassie, Rachel, Marco, Tobias, Eximile, Escaruth, Isthil, and David. I think, I think it's gonna be. Because I can tell you to, who's winning and stuff right now. Yeah, I think it's going to be Tobias, Axe, Jake, or some mixture of those three. Okay, so what I'll tell you right now is that Marco is in the lead with 40% of the vote. Crazy. Now, it has been pointed out to me that part of that might be our listeners' experience with Marco is like me telling you about Marco. So I'm... I, Marco is my favorite. So, like, obviously... <laughs> you identify I've, with I've, the avatar I've of Marco? Him, I've yes. shown the spotlight on him maybe a little more than some of the other characters. So it is possible that that bias is coming through. Uh, Tobias is in second place. That's what I... Yeah, that... At 28%. That, that, Axe is behind him at 12%. Yeah. And you've got... Okay, so I'll tell you right now, Cassie has no votes. A, a travesty. And I will tell you that Jake has one vote. I can't believe it. I thought Jake would have more as he's the main kid. Rachel has two. And then there, there are a couple of psychopaths out there listening to this podcast because two people <laughs> have voted for David. And I want to make clear that that, poll, that is not me inserting myself so into you, the poll. So you that voted is, twice is what you're saying, David? I didn't you said. Vote. I actually did not vote in this poll. So none of those votes are mine. Um, mm. and, but that David is not me. That David is like the... the psychopath David. <laughs> no, no, no. I know that. I'm saying you voted because you love a David in I, a thing. But I don't love that David. That David makes all of us look bad. Well, I'm going to let you know, before we hit bad. recording, you were happy to experience David in another piece of media. <laughs> yes, so that I was different. We were talking okay. about cyberpunk and that David is not this David. Listen, you're just edge running all over the place. I don't know how to trust you right now. <laughs> anyway, thank you to everybody who's participating in those. They're on Spotify. Feel free to look at them up. Did you know that Spotify does a transcript <laughs> of our episodes? We got to start publishing it. That's technically a book. I mean, it's a book within a book, I guess. Uh, I don't know how accurate they are. I imagine it's some AI bot just making a transcript. David, we should have the AI bot redo the first episode the wolf and the kids and then have M come read it they're probably there like if you i think if you go on any of our episodes they're transcripted we did not select to do that it just started <laughs> happening i love it i can't wait for us to be replaced by in. ai all right so uh then to our actual mailbag here we uh oh that wasn't the mailbag that, well, that was, was just spotify that was news the spotify news uh, so we do. We got a couple of emails. Thank you to those who emailed us. I'm not gonna like straight up read them all because they're kind of long. But we got. We were checked back in with um, with the mailman. <laughs> I uh, am also a mailman. That's correct. With Matt, the mailman, uh, and he enjoyed us shouting him out. And he, I think he he clarified um, that they listened to. Uh, a lot of their trucks don't have radios because they've been in use since the '60s. Sure. Uh, so he just bumps us in his earphones. Um, uh, someone else wrote and said they found us via Jesse Cox, and they're glad they did because they've been catching up through Animorphs right on. And they're excited to hear about the books I'm reading just for myself. But here's what I really wanted to talk about in the mailbag today is last night we got an email Oh, David. I just saw did this. Did you see and that? And I don't... Okay. Yeah, I, I, laughed, I laughed for like... A straight three minutes just okay. about this. Because it was David, like late last night I think we got this. Uh, 
Let's read. Let's first read yeah. the email. Let's read the yeah. go through the subject line. Read the email. The subject line is um, in all lowercase letters. Well, and then the the <laughs> the body of the email is also all lowercase. It just says, "Come on, guys." <laughs> We don't know what to do with this piece that of information. That tells me so little, but I I love that. I, I if if that is a somehow a criticism, or someone telling us that we are doing poorly, I do not receive your message. It is it is <laughs> one of the best things someone has written to me. It is so I I laughed so hard. David, <laughs> do we? Respond back to this individual. No, no. If they this... if they want a response, they have to listen to the show. <laughs> okay, because I felt I felt like it was a troll email. Yes. I thought not not trolling us. I feel like it's a Nigerian scam. Email oh, maybe I don't know. There's no link. There's no. It's literally just says, "Well, come on, guys." <laughs> so whoever, wherever you are, uh, Lucian. Uh, thank you for the note. We will take it and do our best to move forward from this. Mm-mm. I don't take that note, okay, David. I need more note. constructive criticism than, <laughs> come on, guys. And this does not do mean you... now we are inviting people to just send us nonsense. Uh, but I, so I, enjoy- I, if you want to, go ahead. Listen, <laughs> I'm not opposed to a nonsense episode if we can get enough mail to make it. Yeah. But it's going to have to be like 30 pieces of mail if it's only going to be like, if come on, like, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can't really, now you can't do come on, guys. And that was a really good one. That was a really good one. Yeah. So we need someone. Else. Listen, I agree with you. We're not right. asking for these emails, okay? And this person, you, I, I realized we haven't we haven't said our email on here in a while. So, so whoever this is looked it up. Uh, so it's thestorytimepod at gmail.com. If you have something informative or questions for the show, things that are real, please reach out. But if you're just coming at us hot like that, we'll have to set something else up. We're going to put them in a separate folder and and we'll go through those. I just, that was so delightful to me. I wanted to make sure we gave proper uh, time for it in the show. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that we have time. It is time now to move on to the the meat of the show. Yes, no more potatoes. Just yet. It's time for brisket, David, because I'm a hungry boy. Yes. Uh, Today, I've gone to my blue boy. Do they have, like, smaller versions of Hungry Man frozen meals called Hungry Boys? Uh, no. Like, it's a Hungry Man meal, but instead of, like, fried chicken and gravy, it's just, like, chicken nuggets and corn, you know? Like... I mean, they have the kids They have those version. kids-like things, those ones, but it's not like a Hungry Man branded one, right? Damn, this is a great idea. We should pitch them on Hungry Boys. Hungry like, Boys. I feel like, I feel like I, Boys is a weird thing to find in the freezer aisle. Spell it with, spell a, Z with a Z or whatever, yeah. Mm, I feel like the youth wants a, I, a, non, I, a, a non-binary... I no, they want a non-binary sure. meal. They want like... People food. Like, that's what I want. I want, like, a frozen meal called <laughs> let's, people let's food. Let's fix them people food. Let's do that. Let's do, like, a Soylent Green. Let's just, like, a, it tastes, like, 50% more like people. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're delicious, right? Don't people taste like pork? I, no. No, I don't. Well, I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> but I think that's, you're saying that because when we learned about uh, long the, the tale of, the, yeah, it's called Long Pig. <laughs> <laughs> I got your log pig for you right here. I think you made that same uh, joke about five years ago. <laughs> well, David, check the fucking transcript. Okay? Did you know that we've been doing this podcast for like five years now? 
It feels like we just started yesterday. It feels like we haven't been doing. I guess because our lives haven't changed because of this podcast. Yeah, no, nothing feels like we've been doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, things have changed. Yeah, but but not because of this. Yeah, not for the better either. Come on, guys. Um, But speaking for the better. Yes. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, dogs and cats, robots. Today I am telling you (laughs) from my blue Han Christian Anderson. In fact, David, I didn't put this together. I think this is actually the story I'm going to tell you right here. From 1839, which means the Missouri Compromise hasn't happened, but the Kansas (laughs) Compromise has happened. Uh, Today I'm here to tell you the Rose Elf. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, man, it's got a. I am so like usually against Hans Christian Andersen stories. I think they're terrible. Uh, let's see. The Rose Fairy. Um, God. Well, like God. <laughs> God is in the story. Like if if ever I'm gonna sure. guess, yes, it's gonna be in a Hans Christian Andersen story. A poor man, yeah. or a or 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 a. A rich man. I, I, I got distracted because I did a thumbs up and a thumbs up came on screen. Is it a poor man or a rich man? I think it's going to be a poor man. Or talk, are there talking animals? Yeah. Yeah, if there's a fairy, God. the fairy might talk to animals for sure. Yeah. Uh, you said God is involved. Yeah. How many murders? Yeah, how many people die? People can include like animals if they're talking animals. Uh, and I'm going to say three. <laughs> That's a hot take, David. That's a hot take. I'm saying right it. There. I'm saying it right now. Sure. Coco the gorilla was a person. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess so. That video, I mean, I've seen those monkeys that they teach how to speak. It's so sad when they get old and die. <laughs> it's, yeah. I saw yeah. a sign language monkey get real old and he got so excited when his first caretaker showed up. It made me very sad. That is a sad. I, those videos are always so sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure, like, Jane Goodall can't go back to Africa because the monkeys all miss her. Yeah. What do you <laughs> yeah. know about Jane Goodall? Okay. I'll say we're, we're, so, we're going on so many tangents this episode. Yeah, I apologize, everyone. <laughs> we'll save Jane Goodall for another day. Yeah, I, I think um, that the fairy rose, the rose fairy. Um, the rose yeah. elf. Oh, the rose elf. Oh, well, that changes things. Uh, <laughs> I think that they're, like, in a society of elves. And they, like, are outcast and meet a poor man uh, and then, like, turn into a real person or turn that person into an elf. I don't know. There's, like, a weird marriage angle that's, like, going to be weird. Oh, yeah, that's one of the questions. Is there any forced marriage in I don't know if it'll be forced, but it's going to be, like, a weird one. Like... Like, the guy turns into a badger and marries another badger or something. You know what I mean? Like, there isn't... Uh, fun, okay. There isn't a weird marriage, but there is. Okay, great. Like, yeah. everything you just said is not right, <laughs> but I but would say yeah. there is a weird marriage in here. So, whenever your spider senses are tingling, they are correct. And there are no spiders in this story. <laughs> yes, I can confirm. There's instances where there could be spiders, sure. but they're if never. If we're in the woods, there can always be spiders. Sure, sure. Oh yeah, there's definitely spiders in the woods. <laughs> Have you seen giant tarantulas from South America? No. What is your experience with the movie Arachnophobia? Uh, I saw part of it once on a plane when I was ten. 
Oh boy, it scared the shit out of you. No, I wasn't uh, without sound. I was watching it on someone else's screen. Because <laughs> it was while too I was your playing, parents wouldn't uh, let you Super Mario World on my screen. The Super Nintendo. I one. did the same thing, and the missus was watching that Tom Hanks movie called Me Auto. Sure, where he's like, he just I just kept watching Tom Hanks try to kill himself quietly on a airplane. That's very yeah, disturbing. That, all right. It was a disturbing Sony's Pictures movie, that's for sure. <laughs> but now we will start on page 106 of your reader books, The Rose Elf from 1839. Thanks for sticking around so far, everybody. <laughs> I think this is because we didn't do more of a preamble before we recorded. Yeah, because I was so I frustrated think... dealing with the microphone. Right, yeah. right. Well, David, get comfy, get warm. I'm here. Because now you're going to hear the story of The Rose Elf. Yeah, let's do it. Do you have your board for notes? Okay, good. I held it up. Your water. Okay, okay, okay. I have all the things. Those are all the things I need. Great. There 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 it is. is. Okay, there it is. Okay. Get back to it. In the midst of a garden, there grew a rose bush, quite covered with roses. Yeah. And in the most beautiful of them, there lived an elf, an elf so tiny that no mortal eye could see him. Oh. It's like he's invisible, David. Well, he's just too small. But he was as well-made and as perfect as any child could be. And he had wings reaching from his shoulders to his feet. Okay. So he's like a little Question. little angel. Is it is an elf a fairy? And see, that's the thing. Hans Christian Andersen doesn't give a David, fuck about... David, you don't have to... I know, I know. And you don't have to answer it. Spotify will answer it for us. They'll answer <laughs> yeah, it no, for us. Is, yeah, that's a perfect don't... question. Is an elf a fairy? Behind each petal of the rose, he had a tiny bedroom. Oh, how fragrant his rooms were, and how bright and transparent the walls. Okay. For for they were beautiful pale pink petals, all of rose. All day long, the little elf rejoiced in the warm sunshine as he flew from flower to flower or danced on the wings of the fluttering butterflies and measured how many steps he could take to pass along all the roads and paths of a single laden leaf. <laughs> you see, what we call the veins of a leaf were highways and byways to him. It was a long journey, and he had begun it rather late. So, he finished, the sun had gone down! When he was traveling up and down a leaf. Yeah, the leaf, the veins of a leaf are a highways and the byways. Yeah, but He's then he also tiny. flies back and forth between all the flowers? So far, I feel like the wings are not for sustained flight, but for like, like, like a, like a, like a flutter jump, if you yeah, will, but like a I'm, Yoshi jump. I'm just his sense of scale is like, okay, if he can fly from flower to flower, that's way further than the length of one leaf. <laughs> David, you really dislike Hans Christian Andersen. I hate Anderson. him and so it's much. <laughs> it's really showing right now. I can really. I, see I, it I on take you. such a critical eye to all of his stories because they're so David, bad. David, please. David, please fall in love with the fantasy of this tale. <laughs> it turned very cold. Mm -hmm. Dew fell down and the wind blew. So now it was high time he went home. He hurried as fast as he could, but to his dismay, he found that the rose had closed its petals yeah. for the night. Yeah, yeah. Not a single rose stood open. Shit. He couldn't get in! <laughs> now, these are all exclamation points, okay? okay yeah. I don't know how no, else to... The, the call we're on definitely, like, muted you. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> now, the poor little rose elf was terribly frightened, for he had never been out at night before. Yeah. He had always slumbered sweetly and safely behind warm rose petals. This was surely to be the death of him! <laughs> Suddenly... He remembered that at 
that at the other end of the garden there was an arbor of lovely honeysuckle, those flowers that looked like big pointed horns. In one of okay. them, perhaps, he could go down and sleep safely till morning. Sure. Swift. So it took him Luke. eight days to get there, Hans Christian Anderson. <laughs> like David, David, swiftly he flew to the far end of the Swiftly. garden, but, s- but suddenly he stopped. Quiet. There were already two people in the arbor: Ooh. the loveliest of maidens oh. and a handsome young man. Oh, what are they doing in there? Oh, they sat closely together oh. and wished they might never, never part. Oh. They loved each other even more than the best child can love its father and mother. Okay, that's a weird... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He loves it more than you... They love each other more than you would love your mother or your father. I understand. It was just like a... At first it seemed like it was a romantic thing, and then you make it like a a child-to-parent love. You know what I mean? It's a child-to-parent love in a sexual way because they love each other, David. (laughs) Yet, we must part, the young man was saying. Your brother doesn't like me, so he is sending me on a long journey, far over distant mountain and oceans. Farewell, my sweetest bride, for you will always be, uh, for that, for that you will always be to me. Man, can you imagine if, like, (laughs) if your wife's brother was just like, I don't like you. You have to go to the other end of the world now. Yeah, like he could tell me to do some job or something like that. Yeah, that's that, those are weird boundaries. They need to have better familiar relations. Then they kissed, and the young maiden wept and gave him a rose. But first, but what? she pre... What do you mean? Okay, wait, okay. So, a rose is this fairy's... Elf, this elf's house. Yeah, but that's on the other no, end know, of the know, garden. Know, now we're on the, just, now so we're on the honeysuckle side. A rose is as side. big as a house to, like, these folk. Right. Okay? He goes to another flower, a honeysuckle, which is smaller than a rose. But they're open, yes, David. I know, they're I open know. for business. And inside there are two... Honeysuckles are the 7-Eleven of I the flower world. There are two small folk in the honeysuckle. Oh, no. These are... No. Great question, David. I apologize. These are... Full-grown people oh. canoodling in the honeysuckle. What a weird... That's like a weird bush to, like, be cuddling in. Well, they're just by the fucking honeysuckle uh, bush, okay? Okay, sorry. <laughs> I thought I thought that this was another small person, and then she gave him, like, a tiny rose. <laughs> no, no, this isn't... This isn't an inception of like, roses. Like, dive down deeper, there's a Horton Here's no, a no. Who sort of element going on here. No, there is a Horton Here's a Who element, but the elf is the Who in this yeah, scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second question, is a Who an elf? No, they're like a... like a, Okay, my my opinion is they're a dust... I say they are. That's very good, but is a dust mite an no. elf then in no, this sort of logic? No, a dust mite is not an elf. It's a tiny bug. But first, she pressed on it a kiss so warm and tender that the rose petal opens oh. and the little elf slipped quickly inside. As he learned, as he leaned his tiny head against the oh, delicate, no. fragrant walls, he could hear, farewell, yeah. farewell. He's gonna... And he felt... And he felt that the rose was being placed on the young man's yeah, heart. Yeah, he's gonna go wherever this young man goes now. He's gonna be taken far away. Ugh, how that heart... Beat. The little elf couldn't go to sleep for it was beating. Oh, yeah. When you get new neighbors and they're super loud, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, ugh, the lady upstairs, her boyfriend just broke up with her. It's oh, been no. a rough couple of oh, days. Oh, no. How long yeah. were they dating? Like two Spill years. Spill that tea. What happened? Like, he broke <sighs> up with her. Okay. No. Okay. She said to him, <laughs> and whispering because I can, we hear each other through the sure. walls all the sure. time, okay? She started, they started their relationship. It was, it's kind of started during, at the end of COVID. Yeah, yeah. So like, it was hot and heavy and things like that. And she told him at the very beginning, like, I want. Did you hear how hot um, and heavy it was? Oh, I could hear yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it was always, it was funny because it was always at like one in the morning. Yeah, oh, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? And and then, but then you have to ask yourself like, do I wake up? And you're like, fuck that. I go right back sure. to sleep. I don't need to be part of sure. that. Um she was like, no, I want to have her, you know, I want to have kids. I want to pursue this with you. And he was like, me too. Okay. Two years later, she's having to kick his ass to be a grown adult in a number of things. Uh-huh. And then he was like, I'm never going to be good enough for you. And she's like, you are good enough for me. I just need you to step up and I need you to be a man in this relationship. Um, <laughs> that was said because his family doesn't like sure, her. Sure, okay. And he wouldn't bring her around. And then, and then and she she's was like, like, otherwise I'm going to have to go travel over a mountain into the farthest sea. <laughs> Something like that. So they had it on again, off again. Not on again, off again. But there was like a couple days where they're like, oh, are we going to are we gonna get together? And they had all these long conversations and stuff like that. I did her tarot cards. Her yep. cards spoke that there was some shame. Like, he was ashamed of something. I don't know if it was his actions or something else. Then I talked to her the next day in the stairwell, and she was like, well, we're going to work on it. And then the next Sunday morning, I just heard tears. Oh, no! I thought it was baby through the wall. And I was like, oh, it's like really having it. He's really putting one on right now. At 7 o'clock in the morning, it was adult sobbing. Um and then, speaking of new neighbors, while we didn't get new neighbors, in her grieving, she invited all of her friends that you don't see when you're a couple. Because when you're yeah, in a relationship, yeah. why would you see strangers? Yeah. Um, so then a bunch of people came over, and then I was like, oh, it's over. Yeah. Like, they're like on suicide watch oh, right no. now or something. So, yeah. Well, not no, really. Not really, but, yeah. but, she was, but she was very upset. So hopefully she's doing well. Sure. Thanks for spilling that tea. Oh, there's more tea to spill, that's but that's all, all I can, can remember now. right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, yeah. But not long did the rose rest uh, undisturbed on the throbbing heart. As the young man walked uh, lonely through the dark wood, he took the rose out and kissed it so often and warm that the little elf was almost crushed. <laughs> <laughs> through the petals, he could feel the young man's burning Yikes. lips while the rose itself opened as it was under the strongest midday sun. Okay. Suddenly, another man appeared. It was the pretty maiden's gloomy and wicked brother. He drew out a long, sharp knife. And while the young man was kissing the rose, this wicked man stabbed him to death. There's one. We got one death on the the murder marker. Man, what this guy was like... I don't like your boyfriend. He has to go travel far away. And then while he's leaving, like, the guy's like, fine, I'll do that. He stabs him to death. Oh, David. Then he cut off his head and buried him. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, the then he ate s- him. <laughs> and buried him, and the body is in soft earth beneath the linden tree. No, but that's pretty crazy to like, so cut off stab his, somebody. He cut off his head, he buried the head, and then buried the body separately? No, the body and the head are in underneath the linden tree. Oh, but he didn't bury them. They're just... 
Well, now he's dead and forgotten, the evil brother thought. He'll never come back again. Ah. He was supposed to have left on a long journey where a man might easily lose his life. And so he has lost his. He's, now. He's saying all this to nobody. <laughs> now, he won't come back and my sister won't ever dare to ask about him. Then he kicked dry leaves over the loose earth and went home in the darkness of night. Okay. But he was not alone as he thought. Over the loose the earth. Little... So I think he did bury him. Yeah, but like, just like a shallow grave. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shallow grave. The shallowest of graves. <laughs> the little elf was with him. For as he dug the grave, a dried rolled up linden leaf had fallen in his hair, and the rose elf was in the leaf. Now the man's hat was placed over the leaf, and it was very dark in there, where the little elf trembled in fear and anger at the wicked deed. In the early morning, the evil man reached home. He took off his hat and went into his sister's bedroom. There lay the pretty maiden, dreaming of her beloved, who she thought was far away, traveling over mountains and through the forests. The wicked brother leaned over and laughed! A hideous laugh of the devil. And the withered leaf dropped from the hair onto the bed cover. But he didn't notice. And pretty soon he left the room to get a little sleep himself. Now, the little, elf, the little elf crept quietly over the withered leaf, slipped into the ear of the sleeping girl, and told her, as in a dream, the dreadful story of the murder. Oh. He, he described the spot in the woods where the brother had killed her sweetheart and placed under the linden tree where the body was buried and then whispered, and so that you may not think all this a dream, you will find a withered leaf of a tree on your bedspread. Oh. And when she woke, she found the leaf. So the, the, the elf brought this leaf. No. The leaf was on the man's hat, and he slipped inside of the leaf that was in his hair. Then the man put on a hat oh, which trapped oh, him oh, there. Oh, oh, oh. He then went to laugh at his sister's sleeping body, took off his hat, and the leaf fell out, in which the elf then left and went into her ear and, and spilled the tea guy. about what happened. Oh, what a bitter, bitter tear she shed, just like my neighbor upstairs. Yeah. Yet. Maybe her... <laughs> Maybe her boyfriend <laughs> got stabbed to death. I, no, I really he hope lives that's in, not true. No, he lives in Santa Monica with his sister. <laughs> so it's impossible. Is, <laughs> he couldn't have been stabbed. No, but his sister is younger than her. And that was like one of the things she was like, hey, if we're going to like start a family, I don't want to like fuck around your sister. You need to get your own apartment, uh, which he never did. Gotcha. Even when a two bedroom opened up in the building and she was like, great, why don't you just move to this two bedroom so we can start a life together? He dragged his feet on it, and now the two bedrooms being rented by somebody Oof. else. <laughs> Yet, to no one did she dare betray her grief. All that day, her windows stood open, and the little elf could easily have escaped to the roses or the other flowers in the garden, but he could not bear to leave the sorrowed girl. Mm -hmm. In the window stood a bush that bore roses every month, and he found a spot in one of those flowers where, uh, where he could watch the poor girl. Often her, uh, often her brother came into the room, merry with evil mirth, and she dared <laughs> not say a word of the grief in her heart. 
it, that is, you know, it's funny. It's, this is just an aside. You do go visit your siblings, even if you're just going to go fuck with them. You know, when you're kids, you like uh, go into, you're like, what are you doing in here? Sure. Yeah, you just do that. That's just a thing brothers and sisters sure. do. It's weird to me that <sighs> this brother is a very one-dimensional character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's an evil guy. He's, evil. he's an evil brother. He walks around having evil smiles. Like, that's all he does. <laughs> Yeah, he's a, yeah. That's what that's what you do when you're evil. He murdered, Most evil people he have good her smiles. Boyfriend and then got home and she was asleep. And then he walked over and just like laughed above her. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> uh, do you? In your is an evil laugh like the laugh I did, or is it more boisterous and like? I think I think in, in that moment to not wake her, it's probably like. <laughs> You know? Yeah. Okay. Okay. David looked like an evil bobblehead. Yeah, you gotta like move your head back and forth a little bit when you are evil laughing. When night came, she stole out of the house and into the forest to a place where the linden tree stood. She brushed away the leaves, dug into the earth, and saw at last came to the body of her beloved. She found the headless body first. (laughs) How she wept then, and how she prayed to God that Ah! she might die. She would gladly have taken the body home with her, but since that would be impossible, she took up the pale head with its closed eyes, kissed the cold mouth, and with a trembling hand brushed the dirt from its beautiful hair. That's kind of gross. This. It's been, wait, it's been, how long, it's been, he's been buried for like months now. I mean, I, I don't know. I wouldn't say months, but at days. least, at least days, at least 48 to 72 hours. That's so gross. This, at least, I can keep. No! (laughs) She wept! (laughs) She then buried the body again and scattered the leaves once more over it, but the head, together with a little sprig from a jasmine bush that bloomed in the wood where uh, where he had been killed, she took it home with her. That's her memento. Yeah. Uh, as soon as she reached her room, she brought the biggest flower pot she could find, and in it she laid the dead man's head, covered it with earth, and plunged the sprig of jasmine. The little elf could no longer bear such grief. <laughs> farewell, farewell, he whispered, what? and then he f- then he flew out of his rose into the garden. But it it was withered and faded now, and only a few dried leaves clung to the bush. Alas! sighed the elf. How soon everything good and beautiful passes away. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he was so depressed by her, he was like, I'm fucking yeah, out of here. I, he tried he to go into a rose bush, couldn't fucking do it. Oh, man. But alas, he found another rose and made his home safely behind its delicate, fragrant petals. But every morning, he would fly to the poor maiden's window, uh, and he always found her there, weeping over the flower pot. Softly, her bitter tears fell upon the jasmine spray, and every day she became paler and paler. But the sprig grew fresher and greener. Okay. New shoots appeared, one after another, and the little white bush burst forth. And then, uh, and these she kissed. The little, the little flower petals. <laughs> For those who could not see, which is all of you, uh, Santel... <laughs> He gave all those little flowers, little dainty kisses. <laughs> yeah, little flurry of little I tiny it. kisses. It was great. Uh, when her wicked brother saw her do that, he scolded her and asked her why she acted so silly. 
He didn't like it and didn't understand why she was always weeping over that flower pot. Jesus. He he did not know uh he did not know what closed eyes were there and what red lips had there returned to dust. <laughs> and the pretty maiden lured, uh, leaned her head against the flower pot and the little elf found uh, found her there fallen into a gentle slumber. So he crept again into her ear and whispered to her that evening in the arbor and of all the and of all the scent of the roses and of the love of the elves and then she dreamed so sweetly and while she dreamed her life passed gently away what? she she died a quiet death and was in heaven with her beloved Gee, oh my god and the jasmine flowers opened their big white bells and gave out a wonderful sweet fragrance it was the only way they knew to weep for the dead. When the wicked brother saw the beautiful blooming pant, he took it for himself as an inheritance from his sister and put it in his bedroom closet beside what? his bed. For it was glorious indeed to look at, and its fragrance was sweet and fresh. I'm going to take these newly bloomed flowers and put them from the window into the closet. David, if you passed away tomorrow, not only would I be devastated and wouldn't know what to do with this show, but because there wouldn't be a will, I would take many of your belongings into my personal possession. All of my friends can like have all my shit. Like if I die, I would, I would, I would split up your yeah. books to who I think would most yeah. like. Yeah. Zipper, you clearly get these sure. books. You get Absolutely. these books. That's exactly how I'd want it done. Kurt, you owed him too much money. You don't get anything. Okay, so at death he gets some of your estate? Well, that's a wonderful birthday present if I've ever heard it. Also, happy birthday, Kurt. Happy birthday, Kurt. But the little rose elf went with it and flew from blossom to blossom, and each lived a tiny soul. And to each he told the story of the murdered man whose head even now resided under the earth beneath. He told them of the evil brother and the poor sister. Okay, so wait, hold on. So there's, in, in these jasmine flowers, there's uh-huh. little tiny souls. The jasmine flowers, as she was dying, she cried. They all yeah, yeah. opened up to grieve. And inside are of like, them are tiny little souls. It, are, are they like actual souls? Or is it like, like, he's saying like there are more little elf people. But it's like there are souls here, like people here. I'll let you determine mm. that. I picture them as Miyazaki spirits sure, of some sure. kind, okay. but tiny and live inside of this okay. plant. We know it, replied each of the little souls in the flowers. Did we not spring from those murdered eyes and lips? We know it. We know it. They repeated and nodded their heads in, in an odd way. <laughs> The rose elf could not understand how they could be so quiet about it. And he flew out to the bees gathering honey and told them the terrible story about the wicked brother. So they reported it to their queen. And the queen commanded all Bill, all the bees to kill and murder the very next Whoa. morning. <laughs> but... The night before, the first night after the sister's death, while the evil brother was asleep in his bed beside the fragrant jasmine, the flowers opened, and out of each blossom came a tiny spirit, David, invisible, but armed with a sharp little poisoned spear. First, they crept into the ears. They live in a jasmine flower. Jasmine poison? (laughs) 
<laughs> First, they crit. It's probably just arsenic. Just you know, whatever you, whatever art, you know, whatever it's, poisons you keep in your cabinet. So that makes me think of like if Bed Bath and Beyond or what's what was it? Bath and Body Works. If Bath and Body Works made poisons, you'd have like lavender yeah. scented arsenic and like like. <laughs> Cucumber, was it cucumber melon cyanide? You know what I mean? Sure. I think you're right, though, that if these spirits were going to shop somewhere, it would be in the Beyond section of the Bed Bath Beyond. You know <laughs> yeah, what I yeah. mean? Like, first they crept into his ears and told him wicked dreams. Then they flew across his lips and pierced his tongue with poison darts. <laughs> I love that they gave him nightmares which... before they go to kill him. <laughs> yes. And I'm going to let you know, I'm pretty sure this is like a prison heist. Like, they fucking stabbed him so many times with their tiny in spears. The now we have avenged the dead man. <laughs> they cried and they flew back again into the white balls of the the white uh, bells of the jazz. Is he dead? When morning came and the windows of the bedroom were open, the rose elf and the whole swarm of bees with their queen swept in to kill him. Yeah. But he was already dead. And people <laughs> stood around his bed and said, the scent of the jasmines have killed him. Then the rose elf understood the vengeance of the flowers and told it to the queen. And she and her whole swarm of beams uh, ceaselessly hummed around the flower pot and could not be driven away. When a man picked up the pot, a bee stung him on his hand so that he let it fall and broke into pieces. Then the people saw the withered skull and knew that the dead man on the bed was a murderer. Yeah. So the queen bee hummed in the air and sang the vengeance of the flowers about the rose elf and how the beautiful smallest leaf there dwells, one who can disclose and repay every evil. The okay. end. Okay, 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 okay. I want to point David. out, I want to point out that I was absolutely right with three dead people. You were fucking spot on, David. <laughs> I was so excited. And I mean, technically, there are dead rose bushes, but you are correct. They didn't talk. Three I said they count dead if they talked, people. and they didn't talk. The jasmine they did not talk, talk, but... No, it was the they spirits. Were the, it was the it spirits. wasn't the jasmine, yeah, it was yeah, the yeah. tiny spirits yeah. inside. And they didn't die. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to straight up... David! Yeah, yeah. Let's go to let's lessons. Let's do it. Lessons. Okay, so I'm going to say, I, overall... I did not like this story. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. as bad as it could have been. I thought for a Listen. second it was just going to be like, she died, the elf goes away, the end. Like, I literally thought that. And, you know. I hear you, David. So, that being said, we're doing things out of order, but how many stars upon thars would you give this story? I guess I'm trying not to let my, like, bias in. It's a three, I'm gonna it's a three, three. star story. I'm going to say three. If you would have said 2.5, I would have registered that your bias, and that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like a three. It's a three. Uh, I also took uh, lessons oh. as I uh, when I was doing my research for it. So would you like me to start, and then you go, or back no, and forth? I'll, I'll start one, and then we can go back and forth if you want. Um, Great. Uh, first and foremost, keep track of what time it is. <laughs> yeah, keep a watch yeah. on you. Just know what time you know, it don't is. Don't get so caught up walking the highways and byways of a leaf that you can't go super fast to your home which is right i still don't understand the like time distance now david now i'm gonna let you know you are two lessons ahead of me before i get to go ahead and do your walk my okay so children are all made perfect so if for whatever reason you have a baby but some are more perfect than others because this one was that is correct most perfect yeah yeah. most perfect (laughs) which means if you have a baby that has some sort of flaw that is your (laughs) fault you did something wrong 
take ownership what a terrible of your mistakes. thing to say and obviously we don't mean that <laughs> and then secondly i wrote flavor your home with wonderful scents yeah. uh you got a fun smell going on in that office of yours i smelt the is other that, day because that's where my cat's box is no, I thought you had like a. It smelled oh, like fresh. I try. I, I have like candles a... and stuff, and I like candles. So I try to. Yeah, I got some new ones that are like, uh, because it's been like dreary and drab. I got some like tropical and like fruity smelling <laughs> candles. So now it's like you're depressed in the jungle, yeah. David. <laughs> uh, and then I wrote. Get your 10,000 steps every day. Even if you have the ability to fly, you still gotta walk the highways and the byways to get that exercise. Sure, sure. Uh, David, your lesson. Your relationship needs boundaries. Sure, absolutely. You can get advice and talk to other people about your relationships, but you can't let other people dictate your relationships. I wrote, you got to have a hideaway key. You got to have another way to get into your flower house, whether you keep it under a rock or in like a fake plant or something like that. Uh, and then I also wrote, if you want to listen to your neighbors, you got to put your ears to the walls. <laughs> listen, if you want to know what those lovers are doing, you got to creep up real close yep. to listen. Yeah. Uh, I uh, have David. I have watch out for dangers when traveling. Just that's that's a common sense. Funny enough, I think that coincides with mine, where I wrote, "Don't get stabbed." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and then, of course, and of course, uh, that what goes along with that are uh, laugh at the sleeping. You look so funny when you. Anytime I see you sleeping, David, I always laugh at you. So, so I have one that takes place right before that, which is if you're if if this is big if I'm not recommending this as an action. If you're gonna murder. Make sure that there are no witnesses. (laughs) Big or small, tiny or large, you got to make sure nobody is around. Uh, But uh, Now, okay. well, I was going to say, if a murder does happen and you see someone upset by it, I wrote, misery loves company, making a party. Move in, make sure they're doing well. Uh, I was going to say. Get things going. uh, Mine kind of a long thing is, if there is a murder, if you see something, say something. Oh, okay, okay. If you see a murder happen, you should probably say something about that murder. uh, From the story, I learned the uh, lesson that women love head. Give it to them when they can. It is a memento of your relationship. If you have one, just give it to them. That way they can know how much you love them. Uh, On that line of thinking, I have here, man, there's just something about witchy emo ladies who love dead stuff. You know what I mean? (laughs) David, I didn't even think about it. That being said, I did say that women weep a lot, and that's okay. Don't change their emotions. Allow them to feel all of these things, and you can reconnect with them when things settle down. Uh, I I only wrote one more lesson, and I guess I could have broken this into a couple, but it all kind of falls under, if you are enough of a dick... Everyone is gonna want you dead. It was it was a really funny twist to me that it was like this army of bees showed up and it was like not yeah. necessary, gents. The flower spirits <laughs> took care of it. <laughs> well, if we're gonna get on that death motif, then I wrote dying in your sleep is the best. It's just even even the guy with the tiny prison shanking. At least you know he wasn't cognizant, even though he was plagued by terrible nightmares that <laughs> night. Uh, I wrote. Uh, I wrote two lessons and one I inserted after, which is always have some poison handy. You never know when you're going to need it. And then my last lesson of this one is 
don't piss off the bees. Yeah. They come attacked with poisons and stingers. They will fuck you up. Listen, go hard on the ants, but leave the bees alone. It's really funny that bees play prominently in this because literally what will probably be our next episode uh, is the next Animorphs book, which is, you can see on the cover, Marco is turning into a bee. I wonder if he will uh, uh, cause death to somebody with the spirits of the flowers. I don't know. I mean, I know. I don't know, I know either. But but, uh, but David, <laughs> we lollygag so much. That's the episode. I don't even know. And it's even shorter than most of our episodes. It's even shorter than the most. So I apologize to our mailman. You're going to have to listen to something else now. But I'm glad that we were able to entertain you for as much time as we could. Uh, David, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for uh, we, putting up with uh, all of the bullshit before we started recording. It's okay. You wiped it off just like you wiped away those tears. And now you're just a beautiful, shining lady in my eyes. <laughs> um, David, answer. If you're listening to us on Spotify, answer that question. I don't know what the, oh, yeah. The is, question will be today. Oh, yeah. Is an elf a fairy? Okay. Let us know what you think in the comments below. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. That's, <laughs> That's a thing not you a thing. Too. I guess you can subscribe. Yeah. I don't know if you uh, can David's... like on Spotify. I haven't even. I don't really ever look at the, like the the listener facing part of our podcast. Yeah, well, that's... Which is why listen, it took me this that's... long to find out that there were transcripts. <laughs> yeah, listen, that's on us, okay? We should probably do that. Uh, you already gave out the email. Hit us up and let us yeah. know what you're thinking about. Storytimepod and, at gmail.com. Uh, and uh, thank you so much for joining us, all you wonderful kids and cats. Yeah. Uh, the one who the one who promptly keeps a knife under his pillow at night. Well, that's David and Miller. The one who buries every head he finds. That's Michael Santel. Have a wonderful day. Stay dry. Drink water. Eat lunch. And we'll see <laughs> all you kids and cats next time. Stay dry and drink water next to each other are very, very. Uh, uh, Threaten a fine. Needle there. That's not the way to yeah. say that. That's not the first Listen, thing. I'm a sewer boy. I like to thread the needles. That's what I do. <laughs> All right. Okay. 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 Bye. Bye. That's our show. Thanks for coming around. Don't be sad. No need to frown. We'll have more stories. Don't throw a fit. Goodbye, one and all. And we'll see you in a bit. My audio is recording. David's audio is not recording. Okay. Now my audio is recording. David's <laughs> audio is now recording. Okay, here we go. Uh, three, two, one. Wait, you didn't tell me your audio is recording. I oh, said I did. it. I said my audio is okay, recording. Okay, okay, good. Okay, as long as it is.